Live from Major League Soccer's hat, it's the Vocal Minority Podcast. Welcome and a very happy Canadian Day to all of you That's me. above, below, and around the 49th parallel. It's our most patriotic show ever as we look back at two matches against teams from foreign countries, DC United and Montreal Impact, look ahead to a galaxy not too far away, check in with the Lady Canadas, and create the ultimate Canuck national side. Singing O Canada today is the only guy here actually born in this country, Mark Hinckley. Oh, say can you wait? Close. Damn. Coming here to steal your jobs and your women, it's Duncan D. Fletcher. Mon bras, c'est poté le paix. C'est poté la quoi? Mon histoire, tout n'est pas paix. Des plus brillants exploits. That's what Guy said. Yes. <laughs> and I'm your host, crafty Canuckney, Tony Walsh. People think we're slow, but we're just from Canada, eh? <laughs> Classic. Kristen Knowles is in Albania for Albania Day. Borosna Kolaj Joja Dibromni. He may have baptized our Lord and Savior, New York City FC manager Jason Christ, but there was nothing St. John the Baptist could do to stop the TFCs from chopping off the head of our hashtag rivalry week opponent. A 3-1 stormer where all three DPs scored. Aside from Tim Lewicki's creamy jeans, what was your moment of this big win? Nasty. Hmm. Um, bi- big moment? Um, Momentous moment. Brought to you by Monsanto. Uh, yeah, Monsanto. It's in your balls. Apparently. Apparently. <laughs> the outtakes will prove this. Yes. Um, I think the I think the, the moment of the match would be the match. Uh, it was just such an unexpected comprehensive looking I mean they were far from perfect perfect but that's about as good as a game I've ever seen from Toronto um, as the only born Canadian around the table you were being very Canadian with this answer mm. uh, very genteel alright mm-hmm. so we'll say from the 20 minutes on loved it <laughs> loved it one big 70 minute long uh, highlight moment. Yeah. that's a moment yeah he yes. held his breath yeah honest, honestly <gasps> honestly it's not gonna I'm not gonna say it's not gonna get better than that it's gonna be a while before I think we see something that one sidedy. Mm-hmm. So, fair enough. That's like, that's like no diggity. Mm. No doubt. Yeah. Yes. No one sidedy. Got to bang it up. <laughs> I will go with the, the second goal. Actually, you know, it did uh, like put us in front and that sort of thing. And it was just a very nice goal. I think at the time I was very much uh, impressed with just the uh, the finish, like right inside the far post. That was all very nice. But then you look at the highlights later on, and that was a hell of a pass from Michael Bradley as well. So, um, yeah, kudos all around for uh, a very nice goal there. You, sir, are a son of a bitch of yes. the highest order for stealing my answer. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. 
it came about. Sure the does. reason I chose that was because how hard you were standing next to me on Josie Outdoor just before yes. he turned around and powered his way <laughs> off the end of that yes. That sounds familiar. And, and mm -hmm. a really great pass from the halfway mark by Michael Bradley. What uh, was that coming yeah. from? That was amazing. Um, but the finish was fantastic. Clinical right across the face of goal and mm -hmm. picked out the corner. It was really good and... You, yes. you had to eat a little bit of crow. Mm. I had just been I was crowing. Calling him lazy. Crow. I think you were was calling lazy him lazy. Or uh, but both. That both. Yeah. That, that sounds like Duncan yeah. Deflect. I, I feel like he was Would definitely not. He was tr trying to not really test his hamstring too much, which was kind of annoying me. We so saw. Yeah, we yeah, saw. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah he was kind of go to the goal cup. He wasn't whatever. going all the way in. Yeah, no. was just kind yeah. Of there, was, there was that moment in the first half where he definitely pulled up off a cross. Where yeah, he could have. Yeah, Javinko slided a ball right across the box and you know just slide in towards the far post and you'll knock it in. But no, no, I'm just going to stand and watch it go by. Yeah. Come on. Mm -hmm. But, you know, however, it's well that ends well. Indeed. However, mm. Lessons were learned. They were. <laughs> Friendships were forged. <laughs> it was a lovely day at the park. <laughs> yeah. So, who had the loveliest day of all the lovely gentlemen on the pitch? Man of the match? Bradley. That was. That was. I've not been the biggest supporter of him. I don't think we anybody should be paying a, a defensive midfielder that kind of money. But when he's an attacking midfielder now. Well, yeah, he is now. But I, I kind of disagreed with getting him at the at the onset. But that was one hell of a performance. Like he looked, he looked like he was of a different pedigree. Like it was just he wasn't. He didn't look like an American player. Ooh. He did not look like an MLS player. Someone's bringing the candidate hard. Racist. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Is, that, is that really racist? <laughs> <laughs> um, no, like he he looked like he looked like a guy who spent a good chunk of his career playing in Europe, which I mean that's exactly what he is. But he's you know he's coming back home and all this, and he does not look like an MLS, MLS player who who got good. He looks like a guy who's been in Europe his entire career. That that's what I mean. He had all the all the trimmings of like a com a complete player. An American Jovinko. An American oh starring Bradley Cooper. Starring Bradley Cooper. Don't give them the ideas. <laughs> Muggsy that, Bogues. You know that animation's coming. Muggsy Bogues. What? What's that about? He's an American Jovinko. Uh, small and you know athletic. That's okay. heightest, I'm pretty mm. sure. Mm. Probably, yeah. Um, I, for my man of the match, I will go with uh, Damien Pequis, uh, who should probably apparently get elbowed in the back of the head more often. <laughs> yes. Um, what much like we said, a bit, we, our hypothesis was a bit like Homer when he get, when the yes. crayon went up his nose. Yep. Something went in the back of Pequis's head, which is creating him into the new Franz Beckenbauer, the French polished Franz Beckenbauer. <laughs> Indeed. I don't know if it's just because Cheru was out or whatever, but aside from the defensive stuff, there were some really, really nice long passes from Paquis uh, setting up attacks. It's like, oh, all right. Sorry. That, was, that was cultured. Do you think with Cheru gone, he's more of a French defender then? So Shiru <laughs> There takes, can only be one Shiru takes away his uh, his je ne sais quoi so and he, he becomes has, he more be Polish. Polish. Yeah, it makes sense. Not that, that there's anything Shiru wrong with a, gets to really embrace his Not that there's anything wrong with a Polish defender, but yeah. In the world scheme of things, you would take in, in the, the a world, cultured in the world, French in the world defender. of stereotypes, yes, you would mm. uh, you would want your defender which is to where, be Which is where this podcast plays. This isn't a melting pot, this is a barbecue. 
Look at us. We're taking everybody out today. Happy Canada Day, everyone. Um, but yeah, what were we saying? Uh, yeah, stereotypes. That's where this podcast live. And uh, yeah, you, you'd want uh, your defender to be playing French, not playing Polish. <laughs> There's a t-shirt. <laughs> For my ma- man of the match, I stuck with uh, old favorite Jovinko. Uh, Not not necessarily for the goal, which I thought the penalty was uh, slightly soft, but Mm -hmm. his his feeding, his delivery was was excellent. The the Bradley goal, that cross was right on his foot, and he was he was a trier as always. I wasn't surprised by as much by uh, Javinko in his performance as I would by Bradley's. Mm -hmm. Like, but I genuinely thought he played better than Javinko. I don't expect that to happen on a day-to-day basis. Uh, Javinko had an excellent game. Like, it really, like, the two of them were outstanding. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think as far as Javinko goes, right now it's all fun and games. He's playing well. But I think there's definitely, if for you know, a game, a couple of games, whatever it might be, he kind of loses his form and like just for whatever reason just can't score, he's going to be really fucking annoying, I think. People were saying in the stands... It's been two games. It's been two games, and he hasn't scored a goal. Poor bastard. Mm. But uh, yeah, he 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 shoots a lot. He's uh, he did he had thirteen shots. Yes, I think against Montreal, which was a MLS record, if I'm not mistaken, something like that. Wow, Uh, maybe for the season. I'm not sure. Josie Altador has seventeen for the season. That was the start after Hmm. that game. Um, But yeah, you know, I think. Obviously, it's worked out well, but say when things aren't going well, I you know he could be annoying. I feel like he's the the new and improved Dero. Oh, be like, Duncan D. Fletcher. Come on, <laughs> he just retired. You guys like Dero? I know, but why, you, why would you see that as an insult? Because, because the way you're you. saying it. It'd be like it'd be like Tony saying something about. I, Something about Arsenal that could be perceived as kind. <laughs> That's bullshit. He knows bullshit. It's totally bullshit. Speaking of being unkind, go, on. Oh. go to the match, if possible. Segway. Um, I, I'm a broadcaster. This is true. You mm-hmm. are a pro. I know what Chiron is, by the way. Mm-hmm. So, anyway. Who doesn't? <laughs> Good question. Two people, apparently. <laughs> um, <laughs> I only picked Osorio because I just felt that usually he's invisible, and in this game he played a lot, and he was involved in a lot, and it seemed like if there was a... If, if he had to make one of two choices, he made the wrong one every time. And it was just, it was heartbreaking because I, I want more for him. And, and I know he's a much better player than the way he seems to be working in this lineup, in this team right now. Uh, I, that was, that it was reluctant, but I just noticed his errors being glaring rather than just him kind of floating around in the midfield and maybe getting a touch and, you know, drawing a defender out or you know, whatever. Can it is. you do me a favor? Can you can you turn away from the mic and then make the same cry you did when he missed that sitter? Do you remember what you said? I was. It was just like, why, why, Shotty, why, why, why can't you hit that? Why are you so awkward right now? It's it was heart, it was heart wrenching. It was it, it was a bit. It was almost Karate Kidish. Yeah, if Johnny was you know in a bad situation, oh, it was like, like sweep the leg, Johnny. Yeah, yeah, it was it was a cry in there too, a little bit of a cry yeah. in there. Mm. Yeah, it was sad. So you can't pick D Rosario. Who are you gonna pick? <laughs> Burn uh, Duncan. Yeah. Pick somebody active. 
Uh, it, this all feels very harsh, and when kind of it going does. through the lineup, there's no one that I can say, oh, they were terrible. But this is a hard-hitting yeah, you know, piece absolutely. of political harsh broadcasting. Mm-hmm. Um, basically, despite the very nice goal, I'm going to go with Josie Altidore. Here we like go again. Throughout wow. the game, he was the one I was more... Oh, for goodness sake, at. Do you not repeatedly. remember the crow you had to eat? I do. It's tasty. And from, it wasn't cooked well enough. And for me, another scoreless, no shots on goal afternoon for Luke Moore. <laughs> Is, uh, mm-hmm. Did he even play? Nope. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, all three... Naturally. <laughs> all three DPs scoring, as we said before, is certainly the stuff of Tim Lewicki's wettest of wet dreams, but mm-hmm. but is this a sign of TFC's strength or a sign of too much dependence on stars who two out of three are now absent? Um, I'd call it a strength. I mean, I think it would. it's very unfair to say it's a weakness that we're using you know, this, you know, if, if you're in a knife fight and the knife you have is a bayonet attached to a rifle, you might as well use the gun part of the rifle while you can. I know. I see he knows how to play knifey gunny. <laughs> yes. Nice. He's, he's I, you know, we'll, we'll see what happens when they're out. But I think, you know, for now, they are doing very well. And I feel like the, the team as a whole is set up to, to get the best out of them. I mean, obviously, if all three of them aren't there, they maybe have to kind of change around... You know, exit a little bit of uh, how they're playing and everything, but uh, you know, right now, yes, it's all mainly down to those guys, and like kind of the team has been funneled through those guys. But why not? They're playing well. Run with it. Yeah, I, I agree with you in the, in the most part. I mean, I think the only way you call it a weakness is that they, as you say, they do depend on them so heavily. But this is not something that's unique to TFC. Any club with three, you know, great players who are by far the best players on the team, mm-hmm. are going to depend on those guys. So it's not something that TFC yeah. Robbie Keane built looked, incorrectly. Like, look, no, yeah. sorry, Galaxy looked much better after Robbie Keane came back, mm-hmm. for example. Yeah. Sure, what? it'll happen. He's a handsome little Irishman. It's true. He's, he's adorable. So, yeah, I, I don't think necessarily a weakness that's unique to TFC, but alarming, maybe. Um, yes. I mean, we'll see how they look without them. I mean, yeah. a month from now, we'll probably be able to say... Much more clarity. Maybe alarm. Are we yeah. excessively dependent on those three or not? Maybe alarming that they haven't managed to necessarily bring in the outside players as much as maybe you would have hoped. We're not getting too much support outside of them, offensively at least. Yeah, I mean, I think sort of right now, when you say obviously since they brought in Colin Warner as the the holding winger, um, you know, playing Sheru more defensively. Asario as well, he's more of a kind of technical, tidy, keep possession kind of guy. Pretty much the midfield has been set up to, you know, do a good defensive job and kind of get the ball to those three. Take those three out of there and, yeah, well, you know, presumably they're not going to be doing that, you know, playing the exact same way to get the ball to Luke Moore and Robbie Findlay. Because <gasps> oh, that God. would be silly. Oh, sweet Jesus. <laughs> so oh, Get ready yeah, for the next couple the, weeks, guys. Uh, <laughs> you know, I would not blame Greg Vanny at all for depending on these guys while he's got them, but exactly what happens when they're not here, it'll be interesting. It's going to be an adventure. Finally, yes. someone gives Greg Vanny some kudos. I right know, here. it's about time. Mm. Um, I, I kind of, uh, yeah, I would agree with the original that there it's a sign of some dependence. I mean, there hasn't been that much opportunity to spread the wealth of the score sheet. So it's kind of tough to say. I mean, the service getting of getting goals, like, 
from Sheru is I not counting part of the DP uh, say cashment of players, but um, once you get past you know Javinko and 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 uh, and Altidore, I like it's scary to say that Luke Moore is the next best thing we've got up front, and mm. though he has a history of somehow appearing out of nothing and poking one in, poaching one in. Uh, I don't know if that's something you can rely on for three games or however long we're going to be missing our designated player duo. Um, so unless see, unless a kid somehow emerges from the bench to get, you know, s- score a nice little goal as a substitute and then gets to start the next game and, you know, maybe gets his feet wet and finds the back of the net once or twice, mm-hmm. we're... Yeah, we pretty much know what we're looking at going into the next couple of games. Yeah, hopefully Jay Chapman can get some time out of nice. all this. That would be nice. That's I'm, I mean, at this point, like you know that you know that you're going to go into these games shorthanded, and you know you, your options are going to be park the bus or try something. Mm-hmm. And they're in a nice position standing wise that trying you can afford one game where you can try something. Pick your pick your opponent and let the kids have a run or or at least have a have a plan that says by halftime if this isn't working out the way I want then revert to park the bus or revert to you know Luke mm-hmm. Moore as your ace striker <laughs> and then hope that 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 gets you your result yeah. gets you your point I mean, the Javinko is still going to be there. And to oh, yeah. be fair, you know, we had a month where it was Javinko and Luke Moore up front. And True. And it's probably one of our most successful months in team history. Weirdly, so, yeah, uh, I forgot about that. Um, yeah. I know, it's not we'll all see. doom and gloom, but... No, not at all. But, but if the last three or four games are of any indication, it's going to be an interesting period of adjustment to see what the... Subst- the Bradley and Altidore, specifically, uh, their substitutes, how they're mm-hmm. going to fill in and make up the make up the numbers so to speak mm-hmm. so before we end off the happy part of last week uh it was actually jean-baptiste day last wednesday when montreal was here why we weren't in montreal for that i'm not sure yeah, very good yeah that was a good idea now Mr. schedule mm. while tfc managed to behead the impact ironically wow. what, what other biblical story most suits tfc and why Job. <laughs> You're just gonna go with that. <laughs> yep. We've we've had the uh, you know I feel like our, our family has been killed. Our, our all our crops have been ruined. There's been boils and boils and boils. I was trying to think of who that was. And just so many tests. And you know why God why? Mm. Uh, so yes, I are, are we currently at the point where we're about to get? massive rewards and everything's going to be better than ever or are there still more tests to come mm. always question more, always more Frogs. tests mm. yeah not a montreal pun okay good. also not part of the thing of job i don't think. whatever <laughs> <laughs> i went with the wedding at cana oh mm-hmm. well, then, sounds like sounds like you looked it up it was <laughs> hey, <laughs> uh, i'm a catholic <laughs> as are you yeah i know Reformed, but no. Think about it. It was there's a frustrated gathering. Things aren't going too well. Suddenly, some dude shows up, wades into the crowd, and produces a bunch of alcohol. <laughs> it's Tim Lewicki. <laughs> Tim Lewicki is Jesus. Well, you said it. I heard him. I heard him. Um, fucking blasphemer. I I, <laughs> I, uh, uh, I kind of. Um, 
I kind of went with more, not so much the on-field product, but just the usual malarkey, shall we say, that we have to endure game in, game out, and one of my favorite parts. So the story I went with was uh, the loaves and the fish. It's kind of just like attendance where they let 14 people in and bam, 28,000 are here. It's a mathematical miracle. Hooray. Uh, Very nice. Just like, just like on Saturday. Nicely yeah. done. Uh, well, you were walking on water. <laughs> it's, it's true. It's true. A Monday warrior, mean, mean stride. Today's Tom Sawyer, mean, mean pride. So three days closer to Canada Day and a team from a place that likes Canada a whole lot more than the last one did, Washington, D.C., came to town. Sadly, St. Jean-Baptiste was still angry and called in a favor from his main bro, J.C., and uh, storms pummeled BMO into an empty submission. So a damp match off the field and on the field. Mm-hmm. Let's uh, think about the moment of the match of this rather... Ugh. Dreary nil-nil draw. Um, my favorite part was watching Bradley do that slide tackle at midfield, and the momentum carried him through where he gets back up and gets onto the ball. Very FIFA-esque. I've never seen a player actually do that. Was there like water trailing up behind I him? I don't remember that. I was just, I was, it was very like out of a movie where he just slides, gets the ball, and he's upright and just runs onto the ball perfectly. Fantastic stuff. I thought it was... I, 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 I couldn't believe that that was uh, one of ours. You know? Yeah. <laughs> Usually that happens against <laughs> us. Fair enough. I am going to go with uh, the best moment was halftime when I decided to leave and go back to the bar. Uh, Points. To, yes. PTS. <laughs> 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 mm, that's in reference to a chat that we had through our mobile phones where PTS was meant to stand for points. So no, it was meant we, to be part-time support. Oh, no, no. No, no. It was points, Tony. Oh, remember? Okay. Sorry. Mm. So that a fight didn't break ah, out yes. because it was for part-time support. Yeah, but that person's in Albania right now. That's mm. true. That's true. Um, but yeah, that was a, a miserable day to be at the uh, at the old ballpark, really. Uh, the moment for me, uh, which kind of illuminated what kind of match it was going to be, was uh, an off-the-ball play in the first half when Bobby Boswell took out Jovinko's knee from behind. Oh, that was classic. Which was <laughs> hardly missed by the referee. And uh, I was like, you could see, okay, DC took is taking a little bit of the New York City FC uh, playbook today. Good playbook. And it was going to go, oh, sure. It, and, you know, did its job to an extent on Saturday. But uh, that was a point where I, you could kind of see uh, this match is going to descend into this kind of chippy, mean strange weather match mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so despite the nil-nil uh result uh still a, a decent effort put out there by tfc if not just a bit disjointed a little bit toothless any man, men of the match stick out for you i'm going to colin warner i feel like he did a lot of good things uh, in that defensive midfield spot um how long is he going to be there by the way what, what's going on with shuru is there any kind of update as to how serious this whole calf is? I don't know how is? cuts and I, bruises to the calf. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, Colin Wanna filled in. Uh, Mark Ingley didn't even know he had a farm. Hey-oh! 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 
Good joke. Uh-huh. Thanks for the callback. Good times. Um, <laughs> veal. Keep it veal. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, there's some nice tackles, just generally tidy play in that defensive spot. Some nice passes out there as well. It was a, a good performance by Colin. <laughs> I don't know. I, why not? Uh, Bradley again. Uh, I felt that uh, uh, he was he was he was a workhorse. Uh, made a, made some really good tackles. Um, um, I kind of I kind of liked how he. It seemed like he was giving a little bit of it back to uh, DC for kicking the lumps out of out of uh, our players in the first half. Uh, and um, yeah, I, I he seemed to be the most remarkable player on the pitch. Again, no. Not a, nothing against Javinko because he played perfectly fine, but I just he had a frustrating day. Yeah, it, it was it was tough. He had a couple good shots, but no. he had a couple. They were really doing a number really, on him. Yeah. That was a real MLS jobby on him. Yeah, on his mm-hmm. especially on the back of his legs. Yeah, I, I thought, too I too went with uh, Bradley. I thought he was the only engine really in on the offensive side of the pitch. That if something was going to happen, it was, it gonna was probably going to start with him. Exactly. But even. It was a bit beyond him on that day. Those are funny matches. When the weather is ridiculous, uh, kind of descends into anything can happen. And uh, to DC's credit, I think, you know, they they probably came in with the right. Although I was a bit, considering their place in the league right now, I was a little bit uh, surprised that they, I don't want to say capitulated, but respected TFC that much coming in that their idea was to, you know, chop them down rather than try to play them. Yeah, well, it's probably a part of why they're up at that part mm, of the league. You know? Fair, they're sensible. You got to change your tactics to the game and that sort of thing, and all that. They got a, a solid road point out of that. I About was, time someone gave Ben Olsen the, the kudos. Mm. <laughs> God, I, if I have to read that again in the <laughs> New York Washington Post, uh, but that the one thing that surprised me was that, and it, I kind of had to do a double take because. Um, my my guest was asking me about DC United, and like, oh, they're in, they're in the top, you know, they're they're one of the better teams in the East. Not realizing that they are the like, top, they like are by far twelve points clear. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's I had, did not realize that. And after watching that game, I did not see really much in there that made me think that they were a top half team. Granted, they're the road team. Whether plan what you know, plan A was to beat the crap out of the little guy. Fine, sure, whatever, but. Aside from maybe a couple of couple of moments, um, maybe fifteen twenty minutes worth spread out through the game, I did not think that they were the best team in the East or that much of a threat. I thought Hamid did had way more work to do than than Kanapka yep. would have had all game. So I don't know. I, I was I was just shocked that this is the first place team. Okay, dude's got Ham in his name. <sighs> it's true. Mm-hmm. That's, and Id. That's, that's I mean, something. they just played us you know, two or three weeks ago and kind of went at us and tried to win. Javinko kicked their ass 2-0. So, mm-hmm. yeah, all right. They've adapted. They've realized, all right, we're not going to let that happen again. And they got a point on the road. Good for them, I say. It's not entertaining, but who gives a crap? I didn't think it was that bad. It's not their job to entertain us. I didn't think it was a, that bad of a game, even even with their, their plans. I thought... Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, given that it was a monsoon, it was. I enjoyed the match for what it was. Yeah, I probably enjoyed the match less because it was a monsoon and it was, oh, it was very cold and wet, and it was very difficult to concentrate on the football. Really, uh, did you see my match report? Mm. Phone that right in. <laughs> but 
but for the match itself, like it, it was almost a shame that. Well, I mean, you could watch it on TV, but it was, it was a decent match. Like it was still, you know, there was still some technical in it. There was still some adventure in it, some creativity, some rough and tumble, some bad officiating, which is you know the first half. That always helps. Yeah. But uh, it, like still a quality match, even with a. Zero zero monsoon. So hey, DC United doesn't owe us anything. They owe it to the Creaming Eagles. That's true. May their S rest in peace. (laughs) (laughs) So it's with you know the strange weather and the kind of match it was. Maybe a a bit of a poke to pick a go to the match. But who on TFC wore the horns most? Sorry, I I can't give it to I can't give it to any players. My go to the match were the forces at work. That caused me to take three hours to get from door to you seat. You can't blame yes, public transit. I, yes, I can. Yes, I you, can. Because I it's did bad enough. It's bad enough we've picked the speakers, the uh, PA guys, at least have something inside the stadium. And look where that's gotten us. <laughs> they turned the volume down. Maybe they'll put an they extra were, bus on my road. They route. were waterlogged. doesn't matter. It's a wonder the scoreboard worked. Yeah. The uh, one of the little advertising <laughs> ribbons along the uh, the new east wall was very was malfunctioning. <laughs> nope. Yeah, I, I I didn't really have much of a problem with with uh, um, TFC in general with with any of the players. I couldn't think of any one that was bad. Actually, I I was going to lean towards Kanopka, and then I realized no, the rain kind of helped him because it gave him less of an excuse to actually. Use his hands for catching and justified him punching. Mm. So, um, so uh, there was no, I couldn't see much of a weak link other than like the officials letting DC kick chunks out of them, so there would be a weak link. Mm-hmm. So, bringing up Kanopka there, let's, let's go back to last Wednesday. I mean, he had a, a beer with the fans, delightful. Yeah. Um, anyway, go to the game for this <laughs> segue. Yes, go to the game for uh, this one. There's no one outrageously disappointed, but I'm gonna go Mikey Delgado, uh, which I think is harsh. I feel like he's, I'm had, a, new. he's had a couple of decent games yeah, since he was brought right. in, so I've, I've got no real uh, complaints about him. But I, uh, I, yeah, on Saturday, I feel like there was more. Again, it was just like, there. I don't know of anyone that I was, what are you doing? It was Delgado more than others. Yeah, I, I would ag- Sorry, Marky. I would agree with and that. And the funky bunch. Sorry to all of you. Yeah, but, all you their know, good vibrations. Generally, you're quite he's, good. He's not but, feeling it, not feeling it. No. Oh, it's a shame. I, I would, he did have, nah, I wouldn't even call them howler moments, but he had a come on, come on. game. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm, I'm desperately trying to come up with others, but I think we've got that, that's, it. That, that's the whole song. Um, and I of course went another scoreless no shots on goal afternoon for Luke Moore (laughs) what a bastard actually um, did he even play no (laughs) one of my exactly he couldn't even bother to get on the pitch I I think my favorite part of the match which almost could be the goat but nothing happened and he wasn't on that long Um, there was a there was a bit of a break by the 80th minute and Bradley was kind of breaking into the box, and just to his right, wide open and onside, was Finley. And he looked at him and shot it. (laughs) (laughs) If that doesn't tell me that this is a bad idea of still keeping him around. Welcome to your next month, folks. Oh, God. Speaking of uh, the next month and with uh, Washington, D.C.'s gang in town... What level of panic using the American terror alert system should we be in with all the Gold Cup absentees? 
Me, orange. I went. I went. That's why I went with an orange. Okay, I don't know. I'm yeah, just, I was gonna say, what? What is the? I'm not ready to go red. Yeah. But oh, yeah, that's right. Red. This is, this orange would be the step elevated. Red? Yeah. yeah elevated. Yeah. yeah. So then I'm yellow. Yeah. Oh, okay. So, so you're I'm you're kind middle. of middle. middle. Okay. Yeah. No, I'd probably go orange. I'm, I'm orange. Definitely got to be wary. Yeah. It's, things could uh, things could easily go wrong here, but I'm. Funny enough, I'm not. I'm equally worried about the absence of Morgan and Osorio than as I am the big guys. Oh, yeah, I forgot about that. I mean, what's They'll be of- gone for less time, no <laughs> doubt. Hey. Well, let's be serious. Yes. But, um... Oh, Canada. It's not like Canada Day. On oh, Canada Day oh, as well, Tony. Shit. Oh, nuts. I'm sorry, Craig Forrest. St. <laughs> Craig of the Forest. Yeah, St. Craig <laughs> of the Forest. But I am. I'm, I'm worried about those two guys. They've been... Recently, they played a huge part in the success of. Well, mm-hmm. Osorio's had some troubles, but Morgan's been mm. really good the last little while. Uh, and, and no matter what, they're filling starting roles. Those are, you know, mm-hmm. that's a lot of guys yeah, to fill. Then who's going to be at right back? Because mm-hmm. presumably Morrow is going to go back to left. I mean, Warren Cravel was there. And to be fair to Warren Cravel, he did a lot of good things on Wednesday. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. He, like, he, he was my he was my hat tip. Yeah. Not my man of the match, but a hat yeah. tip to Warren Cravel. Uh, but do I want him out there for no. a full month? No. No? Why can't Bloom be friends? Why can't yes. Bloom be friends? Yeah, what friends? is going on with Mark Bloom? I don't know. Mm-hmm. Cuts and bruises. Who knows? Yeah. <laughs> and finally, again, with a last hat tip to our friends down in the uh, other nation's capital, Toronto being the capital of... Canada, oh, I assume. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. It that's, that's looks, looks big on a map. It's accurate. So uh, DC is, of course, uh, the head of the home of investigations and spies. Although T-shirts have been lying to me, an FBI is not female body inspector. What? I, I know. I know. I saw it on Wikipedia. Yeah, and it's I, it's not. It's, I, I don't know. I'm gonna take huh. my T-shirt back. So, I, so I thought I was. I thought I was an actual lawman wearing that. So that shirt that's telling you to goodbye that doesn't actually mean see ya? Apparently not. It's CIA? Really? Yeah. Yeah. Fuck. Sorry. I'm mm. learning so much today. But despite bad t-shirts, what club in Major League Soccer would you use your spy network to snoop on and get some info to help out the local club? I really, 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 really wish Becca had gotten this crap together just so I could do it. CSI Miami gag. Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. You know, but um, I actually had to answer this series because I really couldn't think of anybody else worth. It's a serious on. question. L.A. Galaxy. All right. Yeah, it's not not because we're playing them, but they've they've seemed to know what the mix looks like, and it seems to work. Discrude. Nah. <laughs> Um, I'm going to say FC Dallas. Mm. Why do so many why, Toronto why, people why, end up going you, there? Why would you need to spy on them when one of the owners is sitting across from you? What 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 is the key to? Yeah. Why, why are they so attractive? There's something going on there. I, tell I can't you. tell you, Dunk. I've already said this to you before. I can't tell you. Which is also why. Why would I want to spy on my own team? You've already said too much. I know. Yeah. I know what's going on. So I got to pick someone the, else. Must mm-hmm. be in the Mosento barbecue sauce. Mm. It's on your balls. It's on your balls. And I actually am sticking with the opponent from last week, DC United, because they have collapsed and regrouped so many times in the no time sense. that Toronto FC has yet to regroup once. <laughs> See, now, they have had about five rebirths in the time it's taken us to not reach the playoffs yet. Now, now if we were if we were applying if we were applying the biblical thing mm-hmm. to DC, it would be the Stations of the Cross. Mm. DC <laughs> falls. DC falls the third time. Uh. 
Does that mean they're, someone's getting nailed? Sweet. Okay, yeah. this is going to be good. This turn, this turn around is going to work out for us. It's going to be funny. Good joke. Does that make Jovinko's shirt the Shroud of Turin? <laughs> it's a, it's baby, a tiny shroud. Yeah. Baby shroud. <laughs> like Julius' hey, that's a tiny shroud. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, there's an imprint. <laughs> <laughs> is it an elephant? I can't <laughs> <laughs> Trunk. Well, uh-huh. good scattering report on Julio Cesar there. Yes. <laughs> All the fact you didn't want to know. <laughs> You're welcome. So we all survived MLS Rivalry Week. It was so rivalry y. But here, with a look around the rest of MLS and armed with the best sound clips in the league, is Duncan Fletcher with this week's MLS Wins and Losses. Thank you, Kristen. <clears throat> wow. Yes, it was indeed uh, Rivalry Week, but uh, I will have to correct you. This was Heineken Rivalry Week, Tony. I only I only go to Carlsberg Rivalry Week. <laughs> Fizzy piss uh, water Rivalry Week. Hooray! Fanta Rivalry Week. Don't <laughs> oh, <dear>. ask. <laughs> Damien Pekis does not like that one. Oh. <laughs> Too many memories. Uh, Too soon. Yes. Um, anyway, take away the the lame sponsored branding of it. I do really like the the basic idea of having a lot of derby games played on the same weekend and. Or as they're called in TFCPA, Derby's. Derby Games. Yeah, I love those hats. Sure. <laughs> um, it definitely lived up to its potential this week, I thought. There was uh, the historic first ever Heineken Rivalry Week New York, New York game at Yankee Stadium. It's up on to Sunday. you. The game's so nice, they named it twice. Yes. Yay. With uh, Frank Lampard and Andrea Pirlo both in attendance, and the City fans greeting their opponents with a Jersey Boys themed TIFO. Uh, they went up World nil early on, but then in They're the second new. half, it was all Red Bulls. Uh, they ended up winning 3-1, their second win of the week after a long losing streak. Matt Miazga celebrating his goal with a cheeky home run hitting celebration. <laughs> Good on him. Yes. Baseballs. <laughs> yes. Uh, so the yeah. Derek Jeter end. <laughs> <laughs> you don't want to touch that. No. no. I don't know where it's been. Exactly. Madonna. Um, so yeah. Monsanto. Uh, Madonna. <laughs> Two wins, a good week for the Red Bulls, bad week for the Sounders, uh, who lost in midweek and then on Sunday went to Portland for another Cascadia derby game. Uh, The Timbers fans, uh, their TIFO extravaganza was some kind of Timbers Wonderland theme, it's all uh, very fancy. Um, There were three late goals from Portland, including two in a minute from Fernando Addy, who used Timber Joey's chainsaw in his celebration. Uh, that all meant it ended 4-1. Seattle getting zero points from the three games that modern-day folk hero Clint Dempsey missed due to his suspension. Uh, Siggy Schmidt's not happy with his team. We just won all alert enough, so they deserve to win. To me, the scoreline was a bit deceiving. Billy Sarfall, in this particular case... We didn't have the character, and we allowed ourselves to get deflated at two to one. 
award-winning podcast. <laughs> yes. Fuck, that's amazing. Where do we get these clips? That's amazing. <laughs> you think he might have stopped eating before the mic went in? You would think. I think he was He's eating busy, the mic. He's a busy man. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, maybe. I mean, I must say, it is very nice of MLS to play along with him and not yeah. you know, show the eating clips. I mean, we, we'll bring you the... And you know, provide the, us the with the clips. Yeah. Truth. Yeah. Yes, yeah. for them to nice. they, you know, they hide it from the general public, but then give us the uh, the goods. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's them. Um, At least anyway, he's getting that sweet Doritos money. That's a good point. That's oh, true. It's true. Anyway, after five winless games on the road, Mark Hinckley's FC Dallas returned home Yay. and uh, beat Houston two 0 in their Heineken rivalry week Texas game to clinch El Capitan for another season. Uh, this one was all about Fabian Castillo. Poor Oscar Pareja saying, I think we have to give credit to Fabian. <laughs> I don't think it was weakness from opposition. I thought it was something that is sometimes, how you say, unstoppable. Fabian, when he takes people on, he's dangerous. That's what he is. Well, Oscar Pareja really likes Fabian. I really like Oscar yeah. Pareja. <laughs> yes. <laughs> mm-hmm. And the uh, the last of the Heineken rivalries was the Galaxy, freed from their awkward Chivas connection and rising, uh, riding consecutive five-goal games, versus San Jose. Uh, Juninho scored a cracker, but San Jose came back to win 3-1, now lost just one of their last nine games uh, in Toronto. On top of that, they added Quincy Ameriqua in a T.O. reject for T.O. reject trade, sending Ty Harden to Chicago. Oh. Yeah. Uh, LA slightly topped that with the news that Steven Gerrard will officially be unveiled on July 4th, but still haven't won on the road this season, and Bruce Arena was particularly grumpy post-game. Here's a few verbatim quotes. These are the entire answers he gave out to a variety of questions. We got outplayed. Yeah, whatever. I'm not real thoughtful about that at the moment. We were bad in the second half. What can you say? Whatever the reasons are, we got outplayed. Very poor performance on our part. We were crappy. You can come up with all your theories, but we stunk in the second half. You can use all your theories you want. You have no clue. We just couldn't do anything simple and right. From giving away the ball... That led to the first goal. From that point on, we were no good. They were all right. We stunk. What can I say? God bless that man. Uh, Robbie Keane, too. God bless him. We only got ourselves to blame. And hopefully, this is a kick up the backside. Because maybe we're getting carried away with ourselves scoring a lot of goals for fetch sakes. We just weren't at the races tonight. It was a performance where we were lacking a bit of oomph, if you like. <laughs> Fiddle the <day. laughs> Protect ours. Nice. Uh, uh, LA, just consistently entertaining. It's all good. Uh, another dull, boring, unimportant, non-Heineken rivalry games. Uh, Vancouver, they're loving the World Cup. They've played three away games as BC Place is busy and win them all. Now three points clear at the top of the West. The latest win was 2-1 over the T-Terrorists, who hadn't lost at home in 17 games, but uh, have now lost three straight overall. Teal Bunbury's quoting from the big book of happy clappy sports cliches, though. You can put your head down, and obviously guys are going to be disappointed now. Everybody here hates to lose. 
but everybody here wants to work for each other and wants the best for each other. And we are going, we are going to continue to have banter and we will continue to have fun and enjoy playing because, gosh darn it, at the end of the day, we all love playing this sport. And that's what we have to continue to do. As soon as we start bickering at each other and getting down on each other, that's when things can get even worse. Banter. <laughs> Where, where's he from, Teal? He sounds, he sounds very American. It's from, it's, it's from, from, it's from Hamilton, Ontario, Canada. The, the, the south. The shame. The, the deep south of the Ontario. The stain. The stain of... You think it's the, you think it's the steel mills? Nope. It's a teal color stain. Yeah. We're not we're not happy. Nice. No, why would you be? Sellowed. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, other games, Jack Mac and Ernie all got revenge on the I booing Philadelphia three. fans by scoring a goal in Montreal's two-two tie there. Oh, nuts. And uh, Columbus and RSL also tied two-two. One of Salt Lake's goals coming from a fancy free kick routine that worked to perfection, despite including a Jean Plata header in it. Uh, which is, that uh, exists? Apparently so. Uh, finally, Christian Nemeth uh, got his seventh shot on goal of the season. Uh, big deal, but also his seventh goal, uh, which oh. is uh, a record for MLS. And well, uh, that helped the Sporks beat Colorado 2-0, along with a Sam Cronin own goal. That leaves Colorado bottom of the West with only 12 goals from 17 games, and they're getting frustrated. Luis Solignac saying... Adios mio! It seems like everything is against us right now. We're trying so hard. Fighting, shooting, doing everything. It seems like nothing going in. We're really frustrated. He does not sound French at all. I don't get it. <laughs> Sounds like Sofia Vergara, actually. I know, I know. Um, anyway, that would be uh, your MLS uh, wins and losses for the week. Back to you, Kristen. Mm-hmm. Don't FIFA know it's Canada Day this week? How could they have let England send the lady hosers home? This wouldn't have happened if the VMP crew wore shorter shorts. <laughs> With a recap... Can't get them any shorter. <laughs> With a recap of the Women's World Cup, here's Duncan Fletcher. Duncan? Thank you, Kristen. <laughs> Ooh. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so it, it's, it's all over for Canada um, since we last recorded this so the quarterfinals took place Uh, France and Germany had a a fantastic game absolutely everything you would have expected uh, including France looking really good and just not scoring and including Germany winning a penalty shootout Um, yeah that was very very good you know USA beat uh, who did they beat wasn't Colombia who did they beat China that's right this is top class analysis here Uh, USA beat China and then uh, Japan just scraped past Australia and it was uh, on to Canada versus England and uh, yeah you know it was all looking good Uh, this could have been the uh, semi-final Canada playing on Canada Day it would have been great but uh, yeah no it didn't happen Um, Christine Sinclair early on in the uh, in the first half had, uh, it was very Benoit Sheru-esque I mean, she I think beat two people quite possibly nutmegged two people and then like launched like a 40 yard pass right into Melissa Tancredi's path it was absolutely magnificent uh, then Tancredi skied her shot then very shortly after Laurent Sesselman tripped over the ball England scored and uh, then they scored again and yeah from there Canada never really looked in any way like they were going to score three goals um, yeah, so, you know, the tournament, it's, it's over for Kennedy. You can't say it's a disappointment, really. I mean, you know, they didn't 
embarrass themselves. But at the same time, you know, it's not a success. They they did pretty much what everyone would have expected, really. You know, they did okay without looking convincing and then lost to the first good team they faced. Um, so, yeah, bit of a shame, really. But uh, I guess uh, we move on from here. Semi-finals, Germany versus US. That will hopefully be a comprehensive German win. That would be amusing. And, uh, yeah, then Japan versus England. I can't see any chance in hell that Japan don't win that. So maybe I'm wrong. Who knows? But uh, let's go. Where's uh, your bulldog spirit? <laughs> it's a good question. Where Ladies my... football is coming home. <laughs> Did it leave? I don't know if it was ever. Why would there? Yeah, why was, would... was ladies football ever really in England? Why, why, would, there, why would dad throw him out? Seems a bit harsh. It does, yes. Um, but yeah, that'll be your uh, your latest uh, Women's World Cup wrap-up. Back to you, Kristen. I like what you do. Accurate. Mm. Nice. All right. Hey, everybody. Hey everybody, it's Bitchy Blakes! Oh, Canada! <laughs> nice. Good afternoon, or whenever you're listening to this, welcome to Bitchy Blanks, our fill in the blank game. Uh, last week's Bitchy Blank was uh, Damien Perkis is angry because of blank. Let us go around the table to see what uh, what's on offer from our panelists. Duncan. Uh, he's very angry because uh, in the Tunnel Club, uh, it, it's disgraceful what they've done. The, the pierogies, you know, they're, they're kind of nice, but the, the wine that they've paired them with, uh, it's mm, shocking. It's amateur stuff, really. I like that one. That's yeah, good. That's yeah. good. It's good. Feels Colin. fancy. Yeah. Mm. I uh, said he was angry because despite the rain on Saturday, he wasn't allowed to play behind a dramatic pane of glass. Mm, he would have looked good there. Oh, that would be human. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's very, good. Mm-hmm. that's very good. Check out his website for that reference. Well, yeah, no, that's important. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, uh, Damien Perkis is angry because uh, even in boxing, a punch to the back of the head is illegal. Mm, so donkey punch. Yeah, donkey punch is not good. Rabbit punch. I, say, I was going to say rabbit. Punch. Rabbit. rabbit. Yeah. yeah. Oh. Uh, donkey punch, I think, is something else. Uh, and don't look that up. Po- <laughs> yes, don't it's look a Polish that one up. rabbit punch. is called yeah. donkey. Oh, punch. Uh, yeah, because yeah, they don't have rabbits mm-hmm. in Poland. They were out loud. Our winner this week is from Kevin at yelling at soccer. Great handle. Uh, he has his entry was Damien Rakis is angry because Germans. Hey, <laughs> there's some layers mm. in that. Somebody's yeah. been watching his History Channel. <laughs> this uh, week's bitchy uh, blank. Is fans aren't heaping praise at Vanny and the Tims because of blank. If you'd like to submit your answer, you could do so via Twitter at VocalMinorityCA or any one of us. You can also enter it in the comments below this episode's posting. Uh, it's right down there. Look down there. there. No, down. no, too far, down. too far. Eyes down. Too oh, far. Up, too far. Up, 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 up. up. There. Yes, there. right there. Okay, that box. Um, yeah. Uh, enter often, enter early, enter late, enter sometime in Christmas, enter... What, what does she normally do? What does she do? Is that it? She, she goes to work, work and she gets bored. Yeah. 
Just right. send him to Kristen. She needs mm-hmm. she needs us for entertainment. This is so willily nilly. Hey guys, did you see uh, Steven Gerrard arriving at the uh, LAX airport the other day? Um, no. There was no one. I think Seba had more people around him at passport control when he arrived in Toronto. Oh, I'm sorry. I thought this was a setup. It so wasn't a setup. <laughs> it was actual story. Ga- he arrived to, like, I think one guy from yeah. TMZ or something. The, the, the Galaxy didn't bring out uh, their entire like, front office stuff. I, I wanted to ask. And all the LA Kings and everyone no. to, no? I, you, don't, you don't like Jera? <laughs> Mm. <laughs> yeah, yeah yes. they're handing out Coronas in the uh, no. Home Depot Center. Yeah, yeah. but uh, indeed TFC hits the road once again and heads to Tinseltown, but minus its big time stars. With a quick look first at what LA Galaxy is all about right now, back to Duncan Fletcher with Galaxy Report. Ooh, I just branded that. <laughs> it that sounds that, so nasty. That puts the pressure on. Yeah, I, think. I know. Galaxy Report with Duncan Fletcher. <laughs> 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 Thank nice. you, Christian. That sounded sound effects. Thank you. Mm. Budget. <laughs> nice. Oh, and, mm. and for Christian. You're welcome. <laughs> You're welcome. That's pretty, that was pretty good. Mm. Uh, yeah, no, it's... I don't know where, where we're getting this money from. <laughs> um, yeah, the the big thing is, uh, as mentioned there, is, yeah, Steven Gerrard. I, is, is there even really a game? He's uh, going to be unleashed at he, halftime. He's going to be unveiled for everyone to see and applaud and mm. hurrah and wonder what the for goodness is this guy. And who really cares about the game? So there, there's your LA report. Gerard's here. Sweet. Hard hitting. <laughs> Zap. Um, beyond that. Oh, there's more. Yes. Galaxy Report 2. The Shiva's in ink. Yes. Um, they were kind of struggling, but then they kind of exploded into life recently. It's like Scott. Like a supernova. Against Philadelphia. And- <laughs> yes, just like that. Uh, basically coinciding with Robert Keane coming back from injury. Uh, he's very good. And then a lot of uh, sort of younger players, just like Bradford Jameson the fourth, for example. Hello. Yes. <laughs> Oh, oh, I I own space. <laughs> I should play for the galaxy then. <laughs> uh, then you obviously got you have Giacizades and uh, Jose Villarreal. Uh, Sebastian Letget as well uh, is uh, a recent signing this season. Is Letget? It? Yeah, he's, he's an American. He went over Why to West Ham. We have a Letget. <laughs> Let th- get going. Come on. I think let I have get a- ready, ready, let get ready, ready, let get ready to rumble. <laughs> I thought I had a let get as a kid, but I, I think I love it's, Galaxy Report. I think it's just G.I. <laughs> Joe. But nah. um so yeah, the, there's a lot of uh, players, like attacking players who can uh, hurt you. Obviously you've got Juninho and um Juninho. In, the, uh, in the middle there. And uh, defense, beep, it's beep, beep. usually Omar Gonzalez is the big guy, but uh, he's either injured or... <laughs> 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 Buck Rogers. Uh, 
Twicky. Twicky, there we go, yes. Was not That's fucking dead on, too. Um, but yeah, Gonzalez is either injured or off with the Gold Cup. So, uh, you know, defensively, they'll be struggling a bit. Leonardo uh, in the middle is like the worst of the Ninja Turtles. Um, <laughs> Dan Gargan as well. They're from sewers. Probably, they're not from true. space. <laughs> that's a good point. It's true. Um, he is the worst. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I think there's, there's definitely goals in this one. We could uh, get some, but uh, at the same time, uh, it could be a very rough evening uh, for our defense, I think, especially with uh, sort of the midfield. Hopefully, Sheru's back, but uh, who knows? But, um, yeah, I, I would uh, not be hopeful of a result here. Um, yeah, I'd probably go with something like 3-1 for the Galaxy, something like that. But, uh, anyway, that none of that counts, because Stephen Gerrard's here! Yay! Future. They are being named the RA Galaxy. <laughs> uh, as from a previous Yorkies post, that is racist. Ah, curses. <laughs> Back to you, Kristen. <laughs> so, fresh off the number one ranked side in MLS, the newly shorthanded TFC now faces the fourth best current side in MLS. Ray. Is it uh, better to blow through these matches, you think, with our shorthanded squad? Like, if it's going to... It would be a tough match no matter what. Yeah, we'd have a chance with a full squad. But, you know, going to LA has never been a treat for TFC. What do you think? Better to go yeah. and throw this one away, a throwaway match, and at least get... If we we're going to have these matches with no one around, it may as well be this one where a loss might have happened anyway. Or is that a bad way of looking at it? Um, it probably is a bad way of looking at it, really. If, if you uh, <laughs> if you're looking at yourself as some kind of you already serious, had your chance to talk. some kind of serious club who's contendy and everything, but I don't really look at TFC that way yet. <laughs> so yeah, fair enough. Let this one go, and uh, we'll get it next else time, we got pal. Eight. That's kind of how I see it. We got it's like Columbus as well. That's probably going to be a tough game. But then yeah. we got, it's like we got Philly and Portland, mm. not not Portland, Philly and New York. And I think both of those two are winnable games where we might not get points because yeah. these guys. So I'd, I'd rather have uh, yeah, let's play all the the difficult games we were going to lose anyway. Now, and, yeah, that's uh, how kind of how I feel. it is a mm. bit of a loser mentality. Yeah, it does I seem guess. kind of cowardly, doesn't it? Really? <laughs> <laughs> but as know. long as we make the playoffs, hey. <laughs> Um, yeah, I, I'm. I'm not entirely certain there's a fair chance of winning this match, um, or any. I don't say any of the others, but this is probably the least winnable of the lot. Uh, and um, I don't know if Sheru's back. There's probably a chance, but uh, it dramatically increases if he shows up. Uh, otherwise, I think they're just gonna park the bus. Park the bus. Try and grind out zero zero, which nobody wants to see that. Especially with a team that's ha- at least showing potential, mm-hmm. um, and I-, I think it would be doing Javinko a disservice to say, "Take it easy in this one," or better yet, you can you can have a rest for this one. Mm-hmm. I, I don't think so. Yeah, no, yeah. I think he's he's out there every minute of yeah. every game. No, but you know until, what I mean. Uh, though, yeah, right? like yeah, it, yeah, If you're gonna park until the something bus, in him snaps literally, and he's gone for the season. My femur is so tiny. <laughs> Sophia um, Vergara. <laughs> I, I do. Javinko. Yeah. Oh, okay. I do All feel right. like I really hope like Sheru's back, just because. Well, we're already losing two of the midfield. Mm. You know, I, it's all right. Well, Warner and then it's Delgado, Jackson, and uh, Chapman. I, What's uh, funny? You bring this up. Go on, then. Segway master. So the next question I was: If you, meaning this table 
had to wear Greg Venny's salmon shirt of destiny. Dun, dun, dun. How would you line up against LA? I tactically, tactically, and with uh, the squad at your availability. Um, tactically, I think you know, as keep going with what you got, like go with the diamonds. You know, try and find people who kind of fit into it, but mm-hmm. you know, keep the midfield relatively defensive and you know do what you have been doing really which i think is the midfield it has the the passing between the midfielders is generally been very very good and it's definitely one of the things you kind of notice over the last uh, like few you know couple of months or so mm-hmm. um you know there's a lot of like tidy passing in there whether that can survive if you know jackson's in there who knows um but yeah you know keep the midfield kind of steady and all about you know just kind of keeping the ball steadily and eventually get it to Javinko. Have the fullbacks provide the width, keep doing what you're doing, and you know, it probably won't work against LA, but you know, give it a shot. Why not? I, th- I don't feel I, like it's worth radically changing things around at this point. I think mm. against LA, you could keep the shape, but I wouldn't be upset if they tried to do what New York City did to us. Mm. I don't know if they're capable. I'm not sure if they have that kind you can put of Jackson out there. Uh-huh. Yeah, but I mean, is Jackson gonna annoy the other team and rake at them, or is he gonna get a red card? That's the problem with Jackson. Mm. Yeah, he doesn't. He's not he's subtle. Not he's smart not enough to do it. Mm. Fair point. Um, Pakis on Keen. Yeah, no, there we have some guys who could make like a Sheru can make someone's day miserable mm. um, with his Marseille styles. Yeah, if he doesn't. Stephen Caldwell. He's uh, hopefully he'll travel with the team and then uh-huh. he can just hang out in like the press box and bubble <laughs> Stephen Gerrard. Right, in the, right in the new beard. Yeah, yeah, it's fancy. Mm-hmm. Um. But yeah, I, I yeah again, I I'm not sure if we have the makeup to do that. Um, but I wouldn't be upset if that was the aim. You know, Seba a bit like David Villa was uh, for New York FC. You had your one guy up there, just give a chance to do some damage on one guy's back. No one else on New York City FC was going to hurt us that day. Not, not really. Not offensively, they were going to hurt us with their cleats to the back of our legs. Mm. But. Um, yeah, if if they could pull something like that off, then maybe there's a chance of at least containing LA and hoping for a funny bounce. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, I, I I'm kind of hoping that you know we see more of the kids come out. I'd like to see Lovitz get a run out. I'd like to see. Jack- he got, he got a run out at the at the yeah, gay he pride, went parade. To the pride parade. Yeah, that's, that's <laughs> not the same. Lovitz blind. Wow! Wow! How was that not a hashtag? Was that a hashtag? You needed to tweet me that hashtag. I would have jumped all over that. Love it's for everyone. Yeah, yeah. Love it's the greatest thing. Joe Bendik was there too. Mm. Ben, love it's blind. (laughs) Uh, So yeah, that's put your Ben Dick wherever you want. Uh, not racist okay that's good it's a switch <laughs> letters to Duncan D. Fletcher at Vocal Minority Towers yeah um, yeah. That's, that's that would be my move but that's because I'm always looking to try and try and at least transition some of the some of the draftees that we've got I mean I'm not the biggest fan of the draft but they must be some some degree of quality and the only way you're going to get better is if you get game and if you don't get any games it's just you're just an anchor you're, you're paperweight on the bench so like I, this is as perfect of a time to put some of these guys yeah. who have yet to get a run out, a run out. Yeah, let's give Jordan Hamilton half an hour or so mm-hmm. at the end yeah. of the second half. Let's get Jeff. He can't out possibly there. be worse than some of the guys that 
are going mm-hmm. to start the next three games. Yeah. And you look at like Zavaleta, no one was expecting anything from him. He's, mm-hmm. he's doing yeah. Delgado's had a, a decent couple of games. It's like, all right, you know, he's, uh, the, you know, we were all very much sort of bitching at the start of the season, but oh, Jesus Christ, the depth when everything's gone, you know, it's actually not looking that bad. So it's, kudos to you, Tim Bezbachenko. I kind of didn't think, I was not expecting this team as it stood there to be an answer to figure out how all this mess was going to gel together and actually seem functional. Because when it started, it seemed like, okay, so Caldwell's going to be our anchor, and now he's gone. Except he's not fully gone, but he he's gone. He's not coming back. So now what? Now who? Who's going to do this? And those first couple games were just uncomfortable, to put it lightly. But in against all odds, this patchwork of alchemy and... And, and and pixie dust has turned into a working system. Mm. And yeah, it's not, I, don't, I wouldn't even say reluctantly. It's not reluctantly that they give you know, credit or credits due. Well, well done, gentlemen. But to me, it just didn't seem like it was going to happen. Because it was just such a weird piecemeal. Like, like they went out and got Sheru, and that's that's a hell of an acquisition next to Finley. <laughs> Like for every one hey, real good find, loads of clubs in MLS wanted Robbie Finley. Yeah, they should have given it to him to loads. Just because it's popular doesn't make it good. Have you listened to pop music? Seriously, I couldn't. I like I'm for every one good step they made. Like Zavaleta is going to be a steal when this is all done. I'm, I'm I'm thoroughly impressed for like what his cap hit is and what he's doing. He's doing a very good job. But for every. Zavaleta, there's like Robbie Finley. A Robbie Finley, mm-hmm. and it's just that's that's the problem I have. It's like you can do shrewd business, but if you want the praise to be heaped on, yay, everything's wonderful. There's still a bit of a bench depth issue that that it's not even a little bit of confidence. There's, I have no confidence with a lot of the bench. Like so, anyway, yeah, I I'm it'll get. This whole thing will get better, but there's still pieces to be acquired. Most importantly, mm-hmm. used against all odds, which means you can use Phil Collins against all odds in the bumper. Oh. Take a look at me now. I'm just... Don't fall off your chair. No. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just a MLSGM. <laughs> and you're going to be back for me in expansion drafts and... Reallocation money. Pretty good. Yeah, it's not bad. Watch Doug and All right, so before we close off the extended galaxy report, I'd like you. Uh, I'd like to go around the table and uh, get everyone to give their best voice Bruce Arena prediction, predicted reaction. Bruce Arena predicted reaction to this match. So your best post game Bruce Arena. Bruce Arena post game. Yeah. We won three one. We never really looked in any danger of losing. Mm. Okay, guys. I know Toronto's good, but they're missing some key components. I can't go low enough to get to the depression that I want to. Get. Mm. So go out there, give them the screws. So go out there. Give him the screws and watch out for that little Italian bastard. He's tricky. 
occupation. <laughs> we had 95% possession and scored five goals in the first half. I would have liked to see more preparation and match preparedness. We need to be better. <laughs> Never happy. Never. Nothing. Canada, happy birthday, yo. You don't look a day over 145. Despite the country's ripe old age, we are still looking for a World Cup winning football team. With that, the VMP panel has taken up the challenge to put together the best all-time Canadian starting 11. Now, we don't necessarily mean football players. We mean the best Canadian football starting 11. No, not really. Okay. That would have made sense. Mm. Any Canadian dead or alive, to make the best Canadian national side. Let's start off with goalkeepers. We'll go around. Mark Hinckley, who's in uh, goal for your Canadian eleven? Now, this this seems to be a bit of a sitter. Um, oh, there I, are no I, sitters I, here. I know. No, no. I'm, I think <laughs> if, there's, if there's a sitter amongst them, mm-hmm. this is it. And it is St. Craig of the Forest. Ah, Craig he, Forest. He went with a footballer. Yes, because there isn't a better goalie. Oh, well, well we might have an argument about Ken this. Ken Dryden, Patrick Waugh. No, blah, not Patrick Waugh. Fuck off blah, with blah, that blah. guy. I'll well, give you the Dryden thing. Martin Brodeur. He went, I almost oh, put him in. Went with Craig Forrest. So who did you go with then? Rita McNeil. Oh, yeah. <laughs> There's a stopper. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing's getting by her. Uh, My... Stopper, War of eighteen twelve hero, General Sir Isaac Brock. Hey. Dude, know how to stop Americans. Yeah, that's true. If we're gonna get through qualification. That's gotta true. stop the Americans. Mm-hmm. Out, outnumbered, outmanned, outweaponed. Still, still shut them down. Craig Forrest, Rena McNeil, or Sir Isaac Brock. That's, the choice is yours. Still confident with, mm. still confident with. With those, Craig those are those are three fantastic stops. Those, yeah. those are. This let's, is, let's not. This team is already yeah. like. I'm buying the shirt. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. I'm getting the autographs. Dominica. Fagundes! Yeah. McNeil's what do you got? Yeah. Let's look at our defense then. We might have great goalkeepers, but do we have four men in front of those great goalkeepers and Rita McNeil? So uh, my uh, my back four mm-hmm. is um, you need somebody to, to to control the rhythm of the game from mm-hmm. the back. So Neil Pert, drummer of Rush. Yes. Good. Good. Um, my... Uh, Kadish solid at the back. Yo, no, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Um, should Buchanan because it's probably the best defender over this country may ever produce. Mm, quite possibly. I mean, it's Again, there's no. yeah. Mm, mm. I think footballers have been the weakness for Canadian football. <laughs> yeah, that's where they've been going wrong this whole time. This is true, but um, uh, captain, mm. captain. Oh, your captain is uh, Romeo Dallaire. No. He would be the Lieutenant General mm. slash Peacekeeper, Rwanda. Uh-huh. Well, someone's got to talk to the ref and yeah. keep things calm, yeah, especially keep, down, keep in, things, yeah. down in Central America. Um, and uh, uh, Peter Mansbridge, because you need to have an anchor in the back. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Thank you! Oh, yes. Yeah! Yeah! Crushing yes, this. nice. Um, I want my full In back front st- of Rita McNeil. Who, 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 <laughs> who's lining up in front of <coughs> Big Rita? 
Uh, but you know, you want your fullbacks to be able to get forward, but they can get back yes. when necessary, and all that sort of thing. So. Uh, uh, my fullback pairing, uh, Neil Young, uh, long may he run, and mm-hmm. uh, Brian Adams. Uh, he's all about the running as well, especially true. to you. He peaked in 69. Mm-hmm. He did. Uh, it's true. That cuts like a knife. Mm-hmm. You yeah. say like Sorry. Sorry. Uh, in the middle, uh, we have like Lester Pearson. Again, so, you know, you mentioned there, you know, you need somebody to be able to make peace with the referees mm-hmm. and that sort of thing. And uh, I think he'd be a very good, uh, you know, calming influence on his centre-back partner, uh, Jean Chrétien. Uh, oh. no, nobody's getting by him and his Schoenigan <laughs> handshake and all that sort of oh, thing. Oh, yeah. That, mm. that, he's a shirt grabber, that one. <laughs> yes. Yeah. yeah. He's, he's going to play dirty and, yeah. you know, it, it could go horribly wrong. He's going to need Pearson to, you know, Good call. Keep, keep the ref onside. It's pretty quality. Mm. Well, if you manage to get ahead, you need a guy who can both defend and preserve. So I went with Wiley winger David Suzuki. Oh. Nice. Mm-hmm. Good one. Yeah. On the other side, uh, Sir Frederick Banting. Mm. If he can slow down diabetes, he can slow down El Salvador. That's a good one. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, you need a bit of rough stuff in center back in, in, on Absolutely. one of my clubs. So, oh, And Canada always seems to have a guy who's slightly Scottish in the back. So Rowdy Roddy Piper. Nice. Nice. <laughs> but to calm him down again, a captain and a man who's good in the air, mm. Commander Chris Hadfield. Oh, good one. The astronaut. Mm-hmm. Nice. Yeah. Well done. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I, I'm so excited about this team. This is, this sounds like a card collection <laughs> yeah. that needs to come out. <laughs> if only we knew someone. <sighs> Maybe. But, you know, no good defense is uh, going to do that much without a wily, strong midfield. True. Who, is, who in front of such luminaries as Craig Forrest and... Peter Mansbridge. Peter Mansbridge <laughs> could lead. And Neil Peart, for and God's sake. Sorry. <laughs> I put Lester B in the midfield. Oh, yeah, oh, I, okay. interesting. Mm. I figure you know if, if he's gonna if he's gonna institute healthcare, he's gonna run that shit. Mm. So that's fine. I feel um, like he's more effective against like the English and the French, though. Mm. And that, that's really where he's you know they're not really in the goal. He's old school. Say Pierre Michelin could get in if whenever they want. <laughs> mm. Yeah. Um, I, I figure I figure with any with any good classic uh, football club, you need to have some eye candy. So. Uh, uh, Castle's Nathan Fillion would be uh, our midfielder. Um, he's uh, he's a firefly. Yeah, he's a firefly. Mm. Yeah, look him up, Dunk. Trust me. I yeah, that one is over <clears throat> my head. Um, it's science fiction. Something from the Galaxy Report. Ah, uh, uh, but uh, bitty 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 bitty. Uh, Wesley Williams. Uh, ah, I need, you son of a... Yeah, because you need a midfield maestro. Yeah, and the only well one I can think of was Maestro Fresh West. Well done, well done. See? Vengeance is going. And there's some crossover. <laughs> and uh, uh, because I, I'm assuming a 4-4-2, uh, my attacking midfielder would be the best there was, the best there is, and the best there ever will be, Brett the Hitman Hart. He's a sharp shooter. Mm-hmm. Yes, he is. Yes, he is. Although, wouldn't you put the Hitman up front? We'll see. We'll mm-hmm. see. We'll see. Um, my defensive midfielder, you want you want the destroyer in there. <laughs> Some, uh, someone who is just going to take out the opposition number 10. So, uh, stomping Tom Comers. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Put the boot in. <laughs> Stomp right on his ankle. Boom. Reggie's got the rig. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Margo's got the cargo, but Reggie's got the rig. Good for those Sudbury friendlies. Yeah. Uh, then, alongside him, a box-to-box midfielder. You need someone with... Like heart that'll just never mm. give up. Uh, so uh, Celine Dion, mm. uh, we'll go on. <laughs> yeah, 
uh, fragile. Yes. Then my wingers, obviously with the fullbacks getting forward, I'm looking for my, my wingers to be ones that all can come inside. So on the left wing, I've got Stockwell Day. So he'll uh, <laughs> wow. be coming inside. Wow. Right. He won't want to hang out there. Uh, on the right wing, I have Terry Fox. <laughs> Because <laughs> that, guy, that guy's got no right foot. <laughs> Letters to Duncan D. Duncan Fletcher, D. Fletcher at Vocal Minority Towers. Or you can reach him at, at Duncan D. Fletcher on Twitter. That's D-U-N-C-A-N. Too soon. Oh my God. <laughs> I'm sorry. I wasn't going to make it. It's his birthday today. <laughs> I wasn't oh, that makes it better. Birthday. That makes it better. I wasn't. I was. I, he came up, but I couldn't justifiably because there's no good way. There's no complimentary way you could have Terry Fox in the starting 11. <laughs> but he, his left foot. Oh, he's, he's a magician with that left foot. The things he can do. Tony. <laughs> Once again, get Duncan Fletcher has found the line and crossed it. Want to get the hell off of this? quick. <laughs> <laughs> I would like to point out that uh, <laughs> my wife at Red th- Wine Ros, uh, when I ran this by her, thoroughly <laughs> approved the Terry Fox jokes. So blame her at Red Wine Ros. All right. In front of uh, such luminaries as Roddy Piper and David Suzuki, uh, the first crossover, as I mentioned, I too want a midfield maestro, mm-hmm. Fresh West. Yep. Alongside him, though, of course, I want that box-to-box midfielder who'd better to get across the zones than the inventor of time zones, Sir Sanford Fleming. Ooh, yeah, no, that's good. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then, of course, uh, one of the great uh, deliverers in all of uh, Canadian sporting history, Steve Nash. Mostly to stick it to Martin Nash. I thought about that for the exact same reason, too. He was on my bench, though. Mm-hmm. I don't have a bench, but I would have been on my bench. And then finally, an actual midfield wizard, Doug Henning. <laughs> magician look him up youngsters it's a thing it's it's really a thing yeah. and finally with all these fantastic canadian players lining up in the back you have to have some two people at least mm. to put the ball in net up front for mark hinckley's team canada is alex bunbury <laughs> because legend mm. Mm. but he for the big guns Mitsu oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> she's got two big guns nice yeah uh, I'm going with the Pierre Trudeau. You want someone with a bit of skill, a bit of, uh, you know, he's he's got a great little pirouette move. It's, well, he'll lose everyone. Uh, alongside him, I kind of ran out of time for all this. So I'm just going to go with Leonard Cohen because any kind of assemblage of great Canadians should have Leonard Cohen in it. So mm, he's my man. Very interesting. I think we, we've come to a consensus in the forwards because... My two have one from Mark's and one from yours. Whoa! The fox in the box, Hell Mitsu. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and Pierre Le Trudeau. Again, the pirouette move. Yeah. yeah. And loves the ladies more than Jermaine Defoe. <laughs> That's yeah. important. That's true. So, wow. That's true. Mm. Take that CONCACAF. <laughs> I challenge any country to come up with a better 11s than this. Mm-hmm. Yes. We'd love to hear who you pick from our sides. Put together your own 11 out of our sides. We'd love to hear it. Yeah, best one, we'll read it out. Throw in throw in yours. We'd love God, to hear more. No, just you, what you were saying there. Terry Fox should totally be up front. Fox in the box. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the <laughs> sitter. Oh. Such a sitter. Oh. You go with Rick Fox. Put mm. two foxes in the box. Oh. I'm sticking with Mitsu. <laughs> 
He'd stick it to Mixon. <laughs> oh, Trudeau? Yeah. No, Rick Fox. Oh. Trudeau more. Yeah, that's true. Even his ghost. Oh, yeah. Just watch him. No, it's true. I don't, I don't, I don't dispute. Okay, good day. That's all we got, hosers and hoser-loving neighbors to the south. We're off to ignite some actual justified fireworks. <laughs> if BMO Field hasn't stolen them all. Again, a good bye and a happy Canada Day week from our actual own born Canadian with his funny accent, <laughs> Mark Hinckley. Thank you. It is your home and native land. I was hoping you guys were going to start laughing at how and my accent was. We're not racists. <laughs> I've de- what? With glowing hearts, we see him rise. You. Oh. He was Duncan Fletcher. <laughs> Hello. Hey. Apologies to the family and all associated it's foundations of Terry Fox. And both far and wide, ladies. Woo. I was Tony Walsh saying thanks for listening, eh? And get used to it, Toronto. Brought to you by prostitution. Free range prostitution. <laughs> Only the finest. <laughs> no GMOs. <laughs> Genetically modified <laughs> orgasms. Sure. <laughs> yeah, you don't want those. Yeah. Fuck that. Ugh. Fucking Monsanto's and everything. <laughs> Monsanto. <laughs> Get out of my bedroom, Monsanto. <laughs> Get out of my balls. <laughs> Did you eat those chips? They Mon- already are. Monsanto, the balls people. <laughs> ah, that's Here that's- at Monsanto, we're in your balls. You can't put your head down. You can't. It's my teal. It's my teal. Oh, you can't put. I was, I was gonna obviously. go. I was gonna go super southern with Teal Bunbury. Teal Bunbury. I'm a real American. <laughs> I was born in Hamilton, Ontario. <laughs> I'm from the south of Ontario. <laughs> These colors don't run deep, like Teal, deep in southern Ontario. Grew up in the grew up in the farmland of Minnesota. <laughs> It's the breadbasket of Ontario.